Christopher Lundgren. It's the spinal cord that holds the operation together. Without him, I may. A meat bag of no bones. Just a meat bag. It's the old fluid meat bag. There is so much sand in the port. We're rolling now. Maybe that beginning stuff will be edited at the end just for B-sides. Boy, I'm looking old. Just kidding. Who cares? We're all going to die, you know? <laughs> We're starting it off dark. Okay, I look good enough. I just got out of the shower in the ocean. Polar plunge. Christopher Lund is not here. He's got a runny nose, and everyone around him has... Or omni... Oh, we got to bleep these stupid words. You're going to fucking flag me. He got sick. and But he's not even really sick. He had a runny nose. So we're playing it safe. Because we're supposed to. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Obviously, you know, I want everyone to be healthy and wealthy. But I'm just a little over it. And my... uh. Anyway, well, I guess we'll get that out of the way. My sister has it. Thank God I didn't go see her because I got a lot of shows coming up. And that would have been bad. That would have been the canceling a whole weekend in New York. Also, Philadelphia, Long Island, Poughkeepsie, Connecticut. I'm coming at you January 12th through the 16th. Tickets at CraigConnet.com. Followed up by Phoenix Arizona, San Francisco, and Pleasanton. I always do that in the wrong order. I don't know why. Maybe it's the dyslexia. Maybe it's because I was dropped on my head as an infant by my sister who shouldn't have been holding me. Maybe it's because of years of hard drug use. Maybe it's solely because of alcohol and it kills your inner spirits. Isn't it weird how alcohol can like make some geniuses thrive like Ernest Hemingway? Not always a happy ending. He got electroshock therapy by his wife and died. Dark, 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 dark. Uh, Kanye West is a bit of a booze bag. Look at that genius. And then you, but then you, you, Jim Morrison is a perfect example. Genius, but he drank himself to death. At what cost? Damn it! At what cost? But most people I know aren't geniuses on alcohol, and they're usually dumb fucks and uh, go downwards, not upwards. Also, to Jim Morrison's, let's say he didn't drink a fifth of wild turkey every single day. And he drank water and kept writing and performing. That sounds better. I would love to, I would I'd love to have him on the community service pod and him just be like, Dah, I'm sober now, you know. This episode's gonna be called All By Myself because I am all by myself. Christopher Lunn has the sniffles and here we are. Here we are. I don't like being mauled by myself, can you tell? We'll just do meditations. Anyhow, I uh, just dove in the ocean. This new year, I'm going to try to dive in the ocean as much as humanly possible. I say that because I would say every day, but I'm gone on the road a lot. So I would like to make a realistic goal. If I'm home, I'm going in that fucking ocean. I don't care if it's winter. It's winter right now. I went in. I'm feeling good, feeling minty. I was colder before. It doesn't even make sense. I was cold as shit before I went into what is freezing to me, freezing to most human beings. Pacific Ocean right now, I think it's like 57 degrees, 58 degrees. Uh, it shocks you, knocks the wind out of you, gets you laughing, gets you giggling, gets you, gets you, gets your juices flowing. Is is you know I ain't no scientist. Let's uh. Let's just say that. I don't know what juices. I know adrenaline, that's for sure. I know it ain't the blood because your dick goes away. I know I keep talking about it, but it is quite funny how small your pee-pee gets when you go in frigid water. It is a real thing. It is a really funny thing. Even men who have big dicks go in a freezing water and they're just like, what? What is that? When did I become a little Jewish boy again? I don't know why I said that. I'm part Jewish, I could say that. Hey, I legitimately, I am, my uncle took a DNA test and we had a Sephardic a Jewish blood in us. And I am excited because I found out that you can go on birthright and get a free trip to Israel, even if you have like 1%, 0.5% 
Jew in them bones. And I was like, I get a free trip to Israel? That sounds dope. I'd probably go at a later date and time. It's a bit, the Middle East is a bit uh, wild. It's wild everywhere right now for that matter. But a little extra wild over there. And uh, I'm just going to wait till this cocoa, that's code word for you know what, calms down. And then I'll go over there. Oh, it's a little weird. And certain countries are on straight lockdown. That shit freaks me out. I don't even want to visit them. I ain't going to Australia. What's going on down there? I don't want to talk about it. Let's go back to positivity. How did we get here? How did we get here? Christopher Lund's not here. That's how. You're my rock, Chris. How dare you get the sniffles and be human? You're Superman. He's got a dick of steel. He does. He showed it to me. He's from Pittsburgh. Chris Lund has a dick from Pittsburgh. I should have smoked some weed before this. Tick tock, tick tock. I didn't even bring any water. I'm thirsty. Is it still recording? Boy, I hope so. Otherwise, I'm talking into lights into my room by myself. I am crazy now. That would be hilarious if I didn't hit record and I'm just talking in my podcast studio slash closet slash desk slash office slash Sadie's podcast studio. It's my stuff, though. I paid for it. Oh, my God. She's home. I'm scared. Huh. No, she went out to lunch with her girlfriend. Speaking of which, uh, we briefly talked about it on one episode. We're still doing our open thing, and I, I'm, uh, I'm not gonna lie. I thought, I thought, I didn't. I thought it was gonna be super weird and explode, and be jealous and issues this, issues that, and so far it has been remarkably smooth to the point where I'm like. I'm scared, you know, this is too smooth. I mean, of course, we've had our fights. Who doesn't? Everyone does. But it's not, it's nothing been too ugly, too bad, just normal shit. You can do the dissers, bitch. That's her talking to me, by the way. She calls me bitch. She actually has been quite a bit lately, and it is hilarious. I love that shit. If it's said with love, of course, of course. I've, I would, I love relationships where you talk shit, but it's out of just love. Obviously, if there's hate in it, you're done and it's over and don't do that. Um, but I don't know. I guess that's just my polar opposites of always wanting to be light and dark. What's up, you beautiful piece of shit? You know, you can't go all the way dark, though. Otherwise, it's mean and you're an asshole. So it's got to it, uh, Don Rickles was the absolute master of insulting, but made you feel good about it. And there is an art to it. And if you don't know how to do it, don't do it because you're just going to say something and hurt someone and it's but it's fun if you're best buds or in a relationship you know like my closest friends those are the people I could talk the most shit about and it is my absolute favorite there's nothing better than just saying what's up fuck face to someone you absolutely love with a shit-eating grin it it is very enjoyable once again you must have a certain likability and charm about you or a relationship and rapport with said person you're doing it with otherwise you're going to get punched in the face and you deserve it there's you know there's an art and balance to it everything in this world i know that sounds crazy is there an art to cleaning the toilet well you know after about 10 years of cleaning toilets probably so probably so no flaps we're doing all right so uh i just did an instagram live on my in Instagram. <laughs> you ever said that? Um, and I didn't bring a tripod, even though I have one, two, three, four, five of six. So many tripods in this home, from actual camera tripods to two ring light tripods to little small ones. And I brought none of them because I'm a genius. I brought none of them. And then I was like, oh, I should record me going in the ocean. It's kind of funny and it's positive and may inspire people to take ice baths and help with mental illness, which is a bit of a problem out there, especially after these last two years. It was a bit of a problem before these last two years. 
Now it's a lot a bit of a problem. Ooh, it's a bit of a, it's a bot of a problem. It's a bot, it's a lot, a lot. God, I'm fucking weird. Anyhow, I just uh, shoved my phone into the sand so it stood upright like a pillar, and I filmed myself, uh, not realizing that I got so much sand in my charger port and my speakers, and now I have to deal with that. Probably gonna need a... Probably going to need a new phone here soon. Family dinner is canceled because everybody has. I see lots of shows being canceled. Bleep, Chris, bleep. Um, and that sucks. Anyways, why did I look at that? Why did I look at that? I know why. I just looked at it and was like, show canceled family dinner canceled i'll just go to the haha north hollywood they don't cancel shit we stay real no they have an outside patio show so where if anything spikes they go from indoor to outdoor let me tell you outdoor shows in the winter fucking garbage hot ball of garbage I'm still happy that a outdoor, a outdoor show. Oh my God! Maybe I will take a puff. Maybe I could talk better. An outside show in winter is still better than no show in winter. So maybe I'll shut my mouth. But at the same time, it's fucking cold, dude. It's cold. It's so cold. It's hard to laugh and enjoy yourself when you're just like, my nipples are hard. Oh, they're trapped now. My sister got me this flannel for a dollar. Isn't this fantastic? Fantastic. I love a good deal. She got it on the internet. Facebook. Facebook Marketplace. You get flannels for a dollar. Good deal is a good deal. I don't care if I have to meet with a stranger at Starbucks to purchase. Oh, no. Here's something sad I wanted to talk about. To all my empaths out there, and some of y'all don't even know what the fuck that is. If you're just empathetic, if you see a uh, a homeless dude and it just hits you like a ton of bricks, and you're just like, and you feel bad and want to help, and or any 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 poor bastard in any circumstance, it is a good thing because it means you're not a sociopath and a psychopath, and you care about your fellow human being. But to a certain degree, sometimes I'm so sensitive, I'll see some shit and I'll just be like, and I'll just cry in my car just because I saw some, it, it doesn't even have to be a homeless dude or dude. It could be, a, you know, an old lady struggling. You're just like, you just she could be well taken care of too. And I just still, my mind goes, well, this, who's, who's helping this old lady? In this country, odds are no one. <laughs> we don't treat the elderly too well. And uh, and it's good to feel these feelings, but to a certain degree, you're like, how do I protect myself? Also, I was genuinely happy before this, and I was like, oh, and then and then I'm just like, damn, this poor soul. Uh, what what I saw was, I had saw this this kid, and he was in a Walmart shirt, and he was a little a little overweight and he was sweating and he was in wearing a mask outdoors uh walking by himself with no one around and everything about that uh i don't know his story i don't know his name i don't know anything about him but i just saw that and it made me sad because i was like jesus this poor kid is wearing a mask outdoors by himself so his level of fear or obedience is that severe either way doesn't seem too good to me where you're wearing it outdoors where literally they have stated that they don't work outdoors i mean getting it outdoors is nearly impossible it's the same as winning the lottery it's just it's airborne in the wind and it's just almost impossible and then also they just said that the masks don't even work so uh i'm not even trying to get into that argument that was said on the news by them the organization running the show or the lady that work is, is their face. Anyways, I'm like, your level of fear is so severe that you're wearing that shit outdoors, walking, and you work at Walmart, which is nothing wrong with that. I've had 
all sorts of jobs. I'm just saying that because like I got in my head like does this kid know that you don't you you can make it out of that as is is what I I guess like I don't know if he knows that he's more than that shit and that's what made me sad because he is we all have the gift of light and love and we all can get whatever we want I am living proof of that and I'm not even close to where I want to get but just from where I started and I don't want to sound cocky or conceited I'm just saying that that is I know it to be true because I lived it and oh boy I have a whole nother mountain to climb don't get me wrong I'm not even close to out of the woodwork here but we're still we're getting there and uh and I've seen it with so many people I've seen it with I mean, uh, Hillary Swank lived out of her car and then won an Oscar. Uh, Jim Carrey, same exact thing, lived out of his car. Don't know if he won an Oscar, but he deserves to. Have you seen Truman Show? Great movie. And the list is so on and so forth. There's so t- Tyler Perry lived out of his car. I believe he's now a billionaire because of the studios and businesses he set up on top of his... He owns a production company as well as he writes, directs, acts, stars, and like the guy is insane. That is so cool. And all of these people started with nothing but an idea and uh, uh, hope and love and and relentless uh, tenacity, I guess, just never giving up, perseverance. And there's no secret to it. It's just fucking hard work and never giving up and I already like I set out to get like I wanted to tour the country and headline and then I got it but now I'm like oh fuck this is so much hard work uh to keep this going and successful as well as to take it to the next level which is sell out all the shows and uh and so on and so forth and then the next thing and you're just like oh man I'm lazy man I was like fuck got here can i just chill and then, and then god or the new universe or whatever the fuck you want to call it intelligent design not ai that's different i don't trust that and uh energy the big void in uh, abyss oh shit i forgot what i was talking about <laughs> um Oh, not even high. I'm not even high, folks. I do have uh, ADHD. And that I will not treat with amphetamines because I already tried that on my own. Not doctors prescribed. Prescribed. And uh, I get, okay, hang on. Let me see if I can remember. Full circle. Energy, Buddha, Allah, the void. I don't know why I called it that. I just put, well, I forgot. All I know is I got one of my goals and it's a lot of work and to keep it going, it's even more work and to pop to the next level, it's even more work. I guess I think I know what I was saying. I'm lazy. I don't want to. God, you have to. You have to. Oh, you stay still and you get stagnant and the water gets mucky. And then the mosquitoes, the mosquitoes come. Boy, these are weird analogy that mildly makes sense. They do. They do. I know they're weird and kind of don't at the same time. But it's saying you stand still, get stagnant. The waters get poisonous. Flowing. Ooh. I probably heard this on some Alan Watts shit. But it's true. A flowing stream. Good water. Stagnant swamp water. You're going to get a staph infection in your face again, Craig. Yeah, I've talked about it before. But that's something to talk about. My head swelled up and I almost died. People are afraid of... But they're not afraid of swimming in a shit river. Nobody warned me. Shit river. Mm, I'm out of stuff to talk about. I have a lot of stuff to talk about, but it's dark and I don't want to go there. And... uh 
I don't want to talk about what I was going to talk about. It's January 5th. I was going to my notes, but I got a text. Do you want to come to Reno? The last Thursday of February. You could say that, or you could say the fucking date. I'm going to be better at communication. I am extremely guilty of stuff like this. As I'm projecting onto him, I realize I'm guilty of it. I've already said this before, but if you're sending an address or a phone number, you send that separate, alone, clickable link. Don't bury it in a paragraph. That's a different form of communication. But this riddle shit, hey, I was wondering if you want to do my show. Beautiful, yes. When, where, what time, what's the pay? Details, details, baby. Uh, that is a, you know, not everybody has that. When are you going to do a show problem? That is more my personal comedian problem. But you know what I'm talking about. Just people. Just so vague. It's like, uh, yeah. Good problems. Good problems. It's actually hard to be a positive comedian because analyzing and making fun of shitting on everything is funny and is comedy. But also, you know, you got to keep balance. You're like, can't get, I love dark shit. I love dark comedy. But every time I'm di diving into my dark stuff, if I do it for too long, I lose the audience every time. It's got to be a give and take. You got to let the light in there. Otherwise, people are like, Jesus, I came here to laugh. And I did laugh, but I also want to <laughs> myself. I did take some notes, and I think it was about being empathetic. And, yep, that's the only damn note I have. Are you kidding me? Tick-tock, tick-tock, Hook's afraid of an old grand clock. If you haven't seen the movie Hook with the great, late, great, I said great first before late, great, Robin Williams, I advise you to check it out. Got an email from the manager, sorry. Hmm. I had a guest too. I had a guest again. Sniffles. The old sniffles. How long we've we been rolling? Feels like forever. How do you tell? How the fuck does Chris do this shit? Oh, 23 minutes. You've got to be shitting me. <laughs> All right, we're going 20 more. I'm setting a timer. Without Chris, this is hard. Let's go to the news. Let's get topical. Oh, no. Why? My dad attacked cops Everything else was so dark and about you-know-what, and I don't want to talk about it because I'm not a doctor, doctor, and I don't want to get flagged on the internet. But this one's funny. My dad attacked cops at the Capitol riot. I turned him in. So you're a rat. So you're a fucking rat. You turned your father in? He didn't murder nobody. He didn't rape. Them things like, mm, you know, mm. there he is. That's pretty bad. But, you know, what kind of murder was it? Was the guy coming after you and your family? Or did he just murder a man for the fun of it? There's a difference. I'm tired of everyone being so... There's a lot of gray area. Yeah, obviously murder, very bad. Never want to be any part of any of that whatsoever. But, you know, once again, someone's coming after you and yours. Not that that's, this was that case. You know, you know how I got there. You ratted on your dad, bitch? Uh, whether whether if it's a guy or a girl, they're still a little bitch. How one 18-year-old little bitch's decision to turn his father into the FBI tore his family apart. Oh, you don't say. You don't say. You came out of my nutsack and you rat me out? You're fucking dead to me. Fuck off. So his political opinions went a little too far and he took it out on some cops at the Capitol on January 6th, and there may or may not be some footage of it. You rat him out? What kind of fucking son are you? 
This kid needs to get beat down. Fucking rats, dude. On January 5th last year, Guy Refith, a member of the Texas Three Percenters Militia, packed his AR-15 rifle and Smith & Wesson pistol into his wife's car and set off on a 1,300-mile journey from Wiley, Texas to Washington, D.C. It said he attacked some cops. It said he didn't shoot the cops. You know, I'm just saying if you bring in a rifle to the Capitol, pretty bad, pretty bad. But if you bring it and don't use it, nice trigger discipline, bro. (laughs) I'm getting. (laughs) The next day, armed with the pistol, he attended the Stop the Steal rally in front of the White House, then marched with the crowd over to the U.S. Capitol building, where he allegedly charged at police officers with such with such force that they had to fire projectiles and use pepper spray to hold him back. Refit wearing body armor partially covered by a blue jacket and a black motorcycle helmet was captured on video on a staircase on the west front of the Capitol. He can be seen holding his his hand up as a police officer sprays him in the face. Moments later... Cameras capture Refit exhausted from Refit exhausted from the battle, flushing out his eyes with a bottle of water. He turned returned to Texas, according to prosecutors. He delivered an anonymous. He delivered an an ominous threat to his son Jackson and daughter Peyton, sixteen, about what would happen if they told anyone what he'd done. If you tune me in, you're a traitor, and you know what happens to traitors. Traders get shot. Well, I'm not gonna lie. If my dad said, "If you turn me in, and I'll, and if you do, I'll shoot you," that would make me want to turn him in because he threatened to shoot me. You know, it's like, okay, asshole. What he didn't know that his son had already turned him in. What a rat, bitch. Still a psycho father. Can I say that? Can you can you have a rat bitch son and a psycho father? You can have both. Okay? I'm just saying his dad didn't kill, you know? Like, I'll be like, ooh, ooh, he took a man's life. You do that, you deserve to pay. For that reason, for the reason he did it, you know? You're not defending your home or your family. Um, on January 16th, federal marshals showed up at Refit's house, took him into custody. Now he's said to become the first Capitol rioter to stand trial. Next month, charged with attacking Capitol police officer, bringing a weapon on the Capitol grounds and obstructing the process of certifying President Joe Biden's victory. He's also charged with threatening his own children. That, that he deserves. <laughs> um, Jackson had actually tipped off the FBI in December, after, after becoming concerned about his father's increasingly radical rhetoric, including claims he was about to do something big. Ugh. All right, you know, maybe I'll go back on my words. You see what happens when you only read headlines? You have opinions, and then you read the whole article, and you're like, oh, boy. Jackson had actually tipped off the FBI, and, oh, I already read that. Um, I was paranoid through the roof for a while because my dad would constantly go to protests and he would constantly bring his guns and constantly get involved in stuff that he shouldn't be in, Jackson told Vice News. And it probably would have gotten worse and worse until someone broke into our house or he killed someone. Until someone broke into our house? Why would anyone break into a madman's house with a bunch of guns? Or he killed someone or... Somebody killed him. Jackson discovered his father was at the Capitol when Refit began posting pictures from the insurrection to the family chat group. Well, now the guy's asking for it. For the gram, you're protesting for your cause and you're taking pictures of your of your of your crime. It was a crime. I don't know why I did the quotes. My apologies. Um, where the hell was I? This is a long article. I'm doing pretty good at reading, though. <laughs> I can I can read. I'm just I just can't talk so good. That's the truth. <laughs> um, 
Jackson discovered his father. We'll just rewind. Jackson discovered his father uh, was at the Capitol when Reffitt began posting pictures from the insurrection to the family group chat. With the riot still unfolding live on television, Jackson got a call from the FBI who asked if his father was at the Capitol. Uh, you don't have to answer that. Be like, I don't know. We're a little broken. Federal prosecutors have relived heavily on tipsters to identify tipsters, also known as rats, to identify the hundreds of Capitol rioters who have been charged with taking part in the January 6th insurrection. A key part of the biggest criminal investigation in U.S. history. In many cases, the people who've snitched on rioters have been their own loved ones, and as a result, many families and communities have been left devastated. While Guy Reffitt is set to stand trial and potentially face decades in prison, the weight of turning him in has fallen heavily on his children and his wife. Nicole Jackson has left the family on his wife, Nicole. Jackson has left the family home and cut off almost all contact. His sister, Peyton, 24, have been forced to defend both their father and brother while family woes play out in the media. Many platforms seeking to twist the narrative to suit their agenda. Many platforms. You mean all platforms. Let's be real here. This article I'm reading is probably completely biased towards one side, as well as there's a fucking other side that's completely justifying the lunatic's actions. My whole point, I know I call him a rat 50 million times, is, yes, you know, you know how I am. You listen to my podcast every week. If... If you're doing bad shit, fucking knock it off, you know? Uh, Evil shit. The guy was doing illegal shit. And, you know, had he capped... He got in a fight with the cop. That's not worth ratting out. It's not. Did he kill a cop? You know? That's crazy. Uh, I don't know what... I would do. I probably would flee the country because I wouldn't know what to do. Do I wrap my own father out? I'm cut of different cloth. I probably would just run and not talk to anybody. Uh, but ratting your dad out for a riot, you know, did it, big whoop. It's just a little riot. Have you seen the country lately? There's a lot worse going on. Sometimes I say words, I say things, and I'm like, what are you talking about? But he split his whole family up. Yeah, his dad's insane, and his dad's radical and wrong for bringing guns. Fine for protesting, mild rioting, cool. Bringing guns, storming the Capitol, bit too far. Bit too far there. Don't hurt anybody. Uh, But to rat your own father out and split your entire family up. He kind of forced for a reaction. There's an equal reaction. You wouldn't have done that if he wasn't doing what he was doing, but still you did that. And now you split your family kid and your father might go to prison for 10 years. And you fucking did that. And you're 18. And I think if you're older, I don't, I don't think you would have done that. I don't think the crime was bad enough to warrant it ratting. I know that's a weird thing. I say, no rat, no rat, no rat. If it's bad, if it's bad, if they're evil, fuck it. My dad's a serial killer. Get him. He's not. He's not. My dad takes bets from old drunks. I ain't ratting him out. I just did. <laughs> um, there's a fucking difference. Anyways, on this particular instance, the dad's radical and insane and probably a complete piece of shit if he threatened to shoot his own children so fuck that guy but also kid you ratted on the guy for getting in a fight not a murder not a serial uh dark shit you're kind of a little bitch you're a piece of shit too you're both pieces of shit poor family 
All pieces of shit. I'm just kidding. Oh. On most days, Peyton, who's now 17, is just grateful to get by. That's the sister. But then when she has a moment to stop and think, something will remind her that her father is in prison and she is no longer in touch with her brother. Oh, fuck all this. This is what the country's doing. Right, left, this, that. Families are just being broken apart. This article's too long. Whoa, he's getting some hate on the internet. This uh, screenshot. This is a text of the kid that ratted out. Hey, motherfucker. Fucker. Fuck you. I'll take you on. Fuck you for turning in your dad, pussy. You're stealing from people, scum. Did I hurt your feelings? Wimp? No comment. Um, For ratting out his father, he got $150,000. Jesus. What is What is this country? You're racist, you get fired from your job, you get a GoFundMe and you get more money than your own fucking job. You rat out your father, you get 150k. I'm sure his dad has a GoFundMe for lawyer fees. He probably got 200k. I I don't understand this country. This shit is crazy. Pretty cool that there's so much news coverage on the Gislaine Maxwell trial, though. Yeah, I said it. Anyhow. Let's go back to positivity. Boy, this is a weird one. Chris, Chris, you, you, you left me. You left me all by myself. And I'm not high and I'm not all giggly. We're just all serious, Craig, over here. Let me take a water. Water break. <laughs> A little Stone Roads marijuana. Maybe I'll take a pause. We'll just do a little pause. Time out. And we're back. And we're toasted. You know what? You know what? You know what I decided as I was smoking weed? I'm going to quit smoking weed. Yeah, right. You fucking liar. Lies. I did think about it, though. I've been thinking about it a lot because I've been, I've been, I've been getting a bit abusive with it. I've been... I've been smoking too much. Like right now, I just took a one hit because I don't want to get too high because I got a lot of shit to do. I got a show later. We know how that goes. And, uh, but I took one fat hit and I put just a little bit of wax on it, you know, a little concentrate. And I hit it and I held it in. I took this monster hit. I blew it out and I waited a little while. I was like, oh man, I'm not even high. And that made me sad. That should get you high. One fat hit with a little waxy. I, I, I for sure am a little high but you just not the way i want to be not 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 comatose that's the goal every time that's what's annoying it's like oh brother once you smoke and get cackling high and laugh till your abs hurt i get hooked to that i'm maybe not everybody me and then i want to chase that and then i'm just smoking like snoop dogg when it's free you know <laughs> They've been giving me the donations. They give me the weed is fantastic. That's another problem with the, uh, well, I am abundant. <laughs> but with the appetite. And then I'm just like, oh, man, you're back at this. Always smoking. Always wanting to smoke. Maybe not always smoking, but always wanting to. That's the annoying part. You're like, oh, I'm going to do the dishes now. And I'm like, I'll just go smoke first. And then you'll smoke and then you'll forget to do the fucking dishes. That's the problem. That's the problem. The solution is so easy. Don't smoke. But I, but but fuck that, you know. Life's hard. <laughs> oh man. I should have put lotion on after my shower. I was in a rush. Anyhow, maybe we'll turn this one into a long one. When I do it without Chris, I don't want to ever do this again, Christopher Lund. Where are you? You're my soulmate. <laughs> um, yeah, I need to do a major cutback or a quitty, a little quitty. I think I'll be back, and I'll have to, I'll have to come at it a bit different. The old fiend, the old fiend, it gets you. Well, it's so delicious, and it makes me happy. But then, it, it starts to not make you happy. It's. I know that's weird. It makes. I'm no sense. Maybe it does make sense. But for that's how it operates on me. And you're just like in excess, gluttony, gluttony. That's what it is. Big old gluttons. 
Let me just get a little bit of this now. So we came back for a little weedy weedy talk and what else, Craig? What else do you got in that brain of yours? Channel it from the ether. Well, that's fun. I was watching this documentary years ago when I was a raging drug addict. And I, it was about Moog, M-O-O-G, Moog Enterprises or whatever the fuck. And this old little, little Willy Wonka, Duncan toy store looking motherfucker. This sweet little old man. He reminded me of Home Alone, the guy that, that here's the two doves, give one to your friend. And then you keep one and you're. They, your friends. Now, now I'm gonna go sell some toys and help some kids. He didn't sound like that. Anyways. Oh no. What was I talking about? Moog, that's right. I forget what I'm talking about when I'm high and when I'm not high. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Uh, Moog invented this uh, music machine where you pull on like this invisible cord. It's absolutely fascinating. You're just like, what the, f what, what? Some Brookstone shit. Some, I almost said Flintstone shit. Jetson shit. You, you, you. It's like in a, it's, it's an electronic device. You turn it on and then you play. Basically, I guess my way of describing it is, is an invisible harp or violin or you know like. A, guitar instrument and you pull and you make these noises and these people make these beautiful instruments i mean music off of this beautiful instrument and uh it's insane and he was saying that he pulls that from the ether that's where we're, that's how we got here everybody i said ether he said it wasn't even his idea that he just pays attention and then that what he said i think was divine I don't remember. The divine sent it. Just a thought. He's like, that's not mine, but I'll take it. Thank you. Other other great inventors and artists have spoken of such things. Almost as if you're just channeling. You just go, thanks, universe. A dildo. <laughs> Sorry. And uh, let me Google this instrument. I got my phone over here. Let's see what this shit is called. And uh, and then he was talking with this other musician that, or it was two geniuses speaking on how they had done stuff. And now you got this dumb dumb telling you about it. Um, and they were both, David Lynch talks about it too. He does it with TM. Look how I type, so slow. Theramini. I know I've talked about this thing before. He also invented this. A synthesizer? Not invented. Anyways, cool dude. What the hell? Moog Theramini keyboards. What an insane thing. Moog modular. And, uh, sorry, just getting distracted here. Reading. Yeah, he just invented a bunch of music equipment. And all this stuff that all sorts of bands use. And I don't know who's exactly used them, but it's like the who's who. It's like, oh, Floyd has a Moog, you know. I don't know who, but if you look at the list of who made music on his instruments, the list is long and it's heavy hitters and it's insane. You're just like, and you don't even know who this guy is, you know. You're like, who's this fucking Moog? And he's on this PBS shit. You know, some, uh, I don't want to brag, but I, uh. Watch some public access. Honestly, it's the best shit. It's the only thing where there's not just... It's turning into bullshit, but very little. It's very honest for the most part. And, uh, yeah, I saw it on that and channeling that shit. Not even channeling, just paying attention. How many times you've been in the shower? You're like, I'll do that. And it's the best thought or idea ever, and then you do that and it works out. And then you're like, I didn't even think of that. It just came to me. It just came to me. It just came to me. Um, Lenochi's calling me. Hang on. What's up? I'm recording my podcast. What's up, bro? I'm recording my podcast right now. What's up? Hey, 
Yeah. What's up? You're on speaker. Yeah. Hey, I wanted to ask you a couple questions. Yeah. So, um, how's your day going? <laughs> it's good, man. It's great. I went in the ocean, and now I'm I recording. I'm recording my pod. Yeah, and this will be on the podcast. Yeah, not unless you say that's some funny. stupid that's, shit. That's funny. I'm not gonna say anything stupid shit other than three plus three is seven. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Is that stupid? <laughs> That's stupid. Well, tell me I'm wrong. You're wrong. Prove it. Okay. Prove it. I, I was, I, you know what, I, I was going to ask you a question because I was like, you know how sometimes we get in our heads about shit? Yeah. I I had a question. I was like, do you think I'm in my head about this? Um, obviously, I'll I'll ask you. Not on the podcast? Later. Oh, I was thought you were going to do it right now, public. I could. I mean, I guess I could. Well, okay. No, it's no. I'll do it later. But then I had another question. <laughs> yeah. Um. Do you still use uh like baby wipes, or or sometimes you run out and then you forget to buy more? But like, if you did have baby wipes, would you use a baby wipe on the first wipe, or do you? It's the last wipe, like after you used regular toilet paper. Oh man, that's a good question. Yeah. I uh, I honestly. It really depends on the shit. Ah, because there are different types of... There are different type of shits. If it's How a, many different types of poops do you think there are? Over 10 or less than Oh my 10? God, there's a million. There's a million? Like... Yeah. No no shits are the same. But, you know, I know what you mean. Types, like maybe like five, six. If we're going to categorize them, okay, you have ghost ones where you're like wow i didn't even have to really oh, yeah where'd that go those hard those hard those are hard usually the hard dense ones makes you think you're healthy and then they got the pebbles there's the pebbles most of those disappear but sometimes there's too many pebbles and they pebbles. reappear they stack the ones that feel like it's never ending you're like why and and i figured that the ones where you're like you're you're wiping so much you're like what the fuck's going on where you get frustrated and you're mad at something there's still a turd sticking out that's what that is you gotta go it's, dig in there and it's get it out. You haven't finished. Yeah. 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 So then there's that, and then there's that uh, means you're constipated and you need some fiber. You need some psyllium husk or broccoli. A lot of broccoli. There you go. There you go. And then there's also that's true. And then there's also sometimes you have, you know, Spinach liquidy. Kill. You know, I don't want to get liquidy gross, diarrhea. There's junk. Yeah. There's a, yeah. There's two. Yeah. There's, the, there's that. There's the, and, and those are kind of sometimes fulfilling. Can we be honest? Okay, let me go back to the question though. I gotta answer it. So if okay. it's if it's a messy one, I'll do a, a big old wad of dry paper and then go to wet wipe and then go back to dry paper. But yeah. if it's a pretty yeah, clean yeah. if it's a pretty clean one, because I'll use wet wipe first and then dry stuff and then wash yes. my hands. Despite being a gross motherfucker, I wash my hands quite uh, quite aggressively like a doctor. Have you ever used, now let me ask you a sideways question, ready? Have you ever used like maybe some Lysol wipes to maybe... Yeah, of course, yes. You have? I've okay. used alcohol, I've used everything. Like I've used right? Clorox wipes, I use alcohol wipes. I use, I've done it on purpose and on accident. And I've seen, and I, I just, would say more yeah. than a million people have accidentally maybe done that. Oh, so many. So many. I would say a million is not an exaggerated number. I did thinking it. Thinking about like the world. No, more. More. I did it accidentally twice just because like at people's houses it looks like it and it's not. And yeah. then I did it on purpose at Trader Joe's because it was just such a messy shit and I had to work all day. And I was like, dude, and I just got the alcohol cart wipes and I just burned my butthole. But let me tell you what. Oh, God, Jesus, bro. It was it's clean, bro. Like it was clean. It was a little too clean. I was wiping my ass to clean up uh, spills on the on the aisles, disinfect. I rubbed my booty on the on the monitor. It is weird because also you would have Lysol disinfection wipes could also be in the bathroom because like maybe it's there to clean. So yeah. that's a common all the time. It happens daily, happen. every 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 day, every day. That's normal. That's that's nothing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's crazy. So <laughs> all right. Um, let me finish this shit though, and I'll call you. Yeah, you know, just let me know. I could call in. Um, 
future <laughs> you know i could call in and we could discuss some stuff in the future on and, on uh, turds well thanks for the poop portion of my podcast i truly appreciate well, that well i figured it's fitting and um speaking of fitting i got something that's not fitting in me anymore so i gotta go uh, yeah shit yeah it's not fitting inside of me anymore I gotta oh, that go. was a bad riff bad riff and on a bomb well, life doesn't always work out life with life life will it no g all right i'll call bye, you bye. peace um okay i don't know where we were but all i do know is i love you all and thank you for listening to me and i wish you well and it's wild times out there but i feel like i feel like it's getting better i feel like everyone's just over it and and then we're just trying to move on and upwards and shit that's how it feels to me i don't know i got this new flannel for a dollar went in the ocean came out all weird i was weird when i went in and uh yeah just wishing everyone health and wealth don't rat on your daddy that was a weird story also the dad threatened to shoot him so fuck the dad i'm not saying you know but that was that was a tough one i don't want to talk about it again i talk about it too much got a little weird we're definitely not going to clip that part up (laughs) anyways uh christopher lunn i miss you get well you little stinker i need you sir um and just uh wishing you all well thank you for tuning in i'm hitting the road again and this came out a day late because chris was sick not his fault he works at trader joe's and he said five people there contacted it it's just going around nobody's passing though and not nobody but hard it's it's less you know don't be so scared. You'll be all right. Sun and soil, vitamin C, drink your tea. Ooh, I'm a rapper now. I love you all. Get better, Chris, and uh, peace. Uh-oh. I mean, he could zoom in later, right? Oh, no, I'm by myself. Okay, I just got out of the shower. Hang on. My hair's all wet. My hair's all wet. Oh God, I hope I don't have a flap, a flap over, a comb over. I forgot my flannel. God, it's good. We're still recording? Oh, I gotta hit record on audio. I gotta hit. Okay, we're recording. Oh God. We're recording. We're recording. We're recording now. I don't need you anymore, Chris. I'm self-sufficient. Just kidding. That was a joke, Christopher Lund. It's the spinal cord.